السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله وحده والصلاة والسلام على من لا نبي بعده على من لا نبي بعده ولا أمة بعد أمته ولا شريعة بعد شريعته ولا كتاب بعد كتابه والصلاة والسلام الأكملان الأتمان على الركن الأعظم أفضل من تقدم ومن تأخر وعلى آله وأصحابه الغر الميامين وبعد فقد قال جل وعلا في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يريدون ليطفئوا نور الله بأفواههم والله متم نوري ولو كره الكافرون والذي أرسل رسوله بالهدى ودين الحق ليظهره على الدين كله ولو كره المشركون صدق الله العظيم وقال النبي صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم من مات ولم يخزو ولم يحدث به نفسه مات على شعبة من النفاق أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Respected elders, beloved brothers Mothers and sisters and those that are listening, 
It is the collective aim of the forces of kufr and disbelief to extinguish the light of Allah on the face of this earth. Let me repeat that. It is the collective aim of the forces of kufr and disbelief to extinguish the light of Allah on the face of this earth. And furthermore, Allah Ta'ala says, and the plan of Allah is, the agenda of Allah is, He would safeguard His deen, He would protect His deen. Even if the kuffar dislike it, even if the polytheists dislike it. So you would find when you study the world today, the enemies of Islam, they would claim to say that, you know what, we have no issue with the moderate Muslim. But we have an issue with the radical Muslim. We have an issue with the fundamentalist Muslim. And we have an issue with the terrorist Muslim. Let us define these terminologies. A radical Muslim, in the eyes of the West, is that Muslim who upholds the fundamentals of Islam. A fundamentalist Muslim is that person, when he travels, he upholds the fundamentals. He performs salah, his women are veiled. And a terrorist Muslim is that Muslim who echoes the sentiments of jihad, which ought to be inborn in every believer. So we don't have a problem with the moderate Muslim, but we have a problem with the radical Muslim. I swear by Allah, it is that so-called alleged radical Muslim that is a threat to the West. Sayyidina Umar bin Khattab radiallahu ta'ala anhu one day sitting on the pulpit, he dispatches the army to Egypt. And whilst he's sitting on the pulpit, he receives a letter. What is this letter? The Muslims in Egypt are asking for reinforcement. So Sayyidina Umar, what does he do? He looks at the crowds and he points to three individuals. And he said, these three will be the reinforcement. Never in the history of any army did you hear the reinforcement is three individuals. People tell him, Omar, they're asking for reinforcement. What did he say? These three individuals resemble the life of Muhammad totally. If I replace them with 30,000, it will be of no avail. If I replace them with 30,000, it will be of no avail. So what did I say? It is the so-called alleged radical Muslim that is a threat to the West. My brothers, let us not become despondent. What does Allah Ta'ala mention in the Quran? وَلَا Allah says, not for one moment should you entertain the thought that Allah is unmindful of the atrocities of the evil people. إِنَّمَا يُؤَخِّرُهُمْ Whilst they release the missiles, they call it precision timing, we call it the clemency of Allah. They call it striking targets, we call it the grace and the tolerance of Allah. And let me remind you, the grace and the tolerance of Allah knows no bounds. Never mind what they're doing today. We learn close to Qiyamah, when Ya'juj and Ma'juj will make their presence on this earth. This is not a time to envy. This is not a time to look forward to. The challenges of preserving Iman will be immensely great. Ya'juj and Ma'juj, they will kill every living creature on Mother Earth. And thereafter, they will direct the arrows to the skies. And they will say that we now want to kill the inhabitants of the skies. 
Allah's clemency knows no bounds. Allah will return those arrows stained with blood, falsely giving them that hope. So like I said, let us not become despondent. We need to understand Allah has not made this world a place where justice will be meted out. Nor has Allah kept in the capacity of this world for justice to be meted out. Neither has Allah made this world a place where the happenings will determine justice. Allah says this is the world. Some will be given respite, some will be disgraced. Hussein my brothers, if this world was a place of justice, the hands of Abdullah bin Ja'far would not have been severed. If this world was a place of justice, uh, the grandson of Nabi Ali Salam, Hussein moments before his assassination, he calls this little child, he picks up this child, about to embrace this child, cuddle the child, kiss the child. There's a stray arrow that comes, enters the neck of this child, separating the head from the body. You see footage, it makes you cry. I see footage, it makes me cry. But let us remind ourselves, before you become a victim of the psychological despondency, which in essence is the object of the media. The day of Qiyamah will see that justice will prevail. Study the oppression of Fir'aun. Fir'aun, Bayezid Bustani has written that Fir'aun was that man who claimed divinity, the man who claimed to be Allah. He's written that not a day in his life did Fir'aun ever experience a headache? What happened to Fir'aun? Abu Hassan Ali Nadwi, in fact I read this, you know something amazing, I always say we have not studied the language of Quran, you have barred yourself from volumes of Islamic knowledge. Abu Hassan Ali Nadwi, when he speaks about the death of Fir'aun, what does he write? Mata Maliku Misra, Ba'idan an Arshihi, Ba'idan an Sultanihi, La Tabibun Yudawi, Wala Sadiqun Yuwasi, Wala Aynun Tabaki. My words, dies that tyrant, arrogant ruler of Raul, the man who claimed divinity. Where did he die? In the center of the ocean, far away from his dominion, far away from his kingdom. There is no doctor to treat him. There is no friend to pacify him. There isn't an eye to shed a tear on his deaths. Study the oppression of Raul. He had ordered the massacre of children across the board. That was one crime, again in his foolish notion to alter the system and the planning of Allah. Musa Salam comes into this world, becomes a Nabi of Allah, 600,000 magicians accept the message of Musa Salam for a second time, he orders the massacre of children across the board. The worst person, if you open Ibn Majah, page 291, there is a narration that is recorded, Amongst the people of Fir'aun, there was a person by the name of Hisqil who had accepted Islam and his wife also accepted Islam. So one day, you know my brothers, when you speak about brutality, you speak about carnage, blanket murder, we see what is happening in Palestine. I read an article not too long ago, they say 97% of the Palestinian Ummah 
the children of Palestine have seen a massacre of a mere dear one in front of their eyes. 97%. You know, today I mentioned it the other day when brother comes to me and he said that, Banana, you know what? I brought my, I brought my son a cell phone. Thinking I would impress him, I come home, I gift it to him. He said, Dad, I don't want this. I want the iPhone 15. You can keep that. You know, we speak about having a heart-to-heart -heart with our kids. Our children complain. Our sons complain. Our daughters complain. You know, we're looking at, you know, gross brutality, carnage. So there was this woman. She was busy combing the hair of her own daughter. And the, phone, the comb falls down. So as she picks up the comb, she says, Thais of her own. What a dictator Pharaoh is. What a oppressor Pharaoh is. So Pharaoh's daughter tells this woman, do you call my father a dictator? She said, of course. This woman is brought in front of Pharaoh. Pharaoh looks at her. I gave you the reference, Ibn Majah, page 291. who is your Lord? She said, my Lord is Allah and is your Lord. In front of me, you deny my divinity. She said, I believe in one Allah. What does Pharaoh do? Faqal al-Hurras. He calls his guards and he said, do me a favor, light a fire, light a fire. Take this woman, take this woman and burn her alive. But before you burn her alive, take her children and throw the children in front of her eyes into this fire. These little kids were taken and thrown into this fire. This woman was burnt alive. When my Nabi ascends on the journey of Mi'raj, he comes to a certain place and he said, Jibreel, Mahari Rihu What is this brilliant fragrance I get coming from this grave? Jibreel said, that is the grave of the slave of Fir'aun. Next to her are her children, and next to her is her husband. Decades later, when my Nabi's conveyance ascends to the heavens, he gets the brilliant fragrance coming. My brothers, in this country we have freedom. Allahu Akbar. You know, study the oppression. Hajjaj bin Yusuf, that notorious bloodshedder, when he died, somebody had seen him in a visionary dream. And they asked him, فَعَلَ اللَّهُ بِكْ Oh Hajjaj, how did you fare before the Almighty Allah? What did he say? قَتَلَنِي بِكُلِّ قَتِيلٍ قَتَلْتُهُ قَتْلًا In of every killing that I perpetrated or indicated, Allah made me taste the agony and the pain of death one time. وَقَتَلَنِي بِسَعِيدِ بْنِ جُبَارٍ سَبْعِينَ قَتْلًا but when I killed the friend of Allah, Sa'id ibn Jubair, Allah told me, Hajjaj, you wouldn't die once, you will die 70 times. Let them take the life of one, let them take the life of two. And this was the deception that the enemies of Islam had from time immemorial. When the Muslim leaders will be assassinated, when I say Muslim leaders, I am not referring to the head of any Islamic state or any so-called Muslim country. May these are the statistics of what my Nabi prophesied more than 1400 years ago. He said the worst of the worst will sit above you and they will govern over you. When elaborate preparations were made to assassinate none other than the Nabi of Allah, 
in the battle of Uhud, when Mus'ab bin Umair radiyallahu ta'ala anhu would resemble the features of the Nabi of Allah when he was murdered and assassinated, the Kuffar passed a false rumor that Muhammad has been killed, Muhammad, Muhammad has been assassinated to echo a message of psychological defeat to the minds and the hearts of the Muslims. Can we imagine what chaos this must have brought in the ranks of the Sahaba? Where in the midst of the battle, the news comes that Muhammad sallallahu has been killed. Certain Sahaba, they get sight of the Nabi of Allah, Abu Dujala, Talha, Zubair bin Awam, and they form a human shield. And as the arrows were being showered, they were taking the arrows on the backs, defending and protecting the Nabi of Allah. Not like, you, what, like the Urdu poet says, that Lokehtehe ke mera nabi mera nabi. Lokehtehe ke mera nabi mera nabi. Lekin partehe namaz lo kabi kabi. People say, my nabi, my nabi. My brothers, if you cannot flip the blankets at the time of Fajr and respond to the call of Allah, what help of Allah are we talking about? And we say, Mulana Imam Saad, recite Kulut Nazila in Fajr. 90% of the Ummah sleeping at the time of Fajr. Where will the help of Allah come? Mulana read Kulut Nazila. Mulana Sayyid Ahmed Khan Sabuhajar Madani used to say, he said, be careful of reading Kulut Nazila. You are cursing the Ummah. The Ummah is sleeping at the time of Fajr. In the battle of Uhad, Musa bin Umair, when he was assassinated, Sahaba formed a human shield around the Nabi of Allah. And as the arrows were being showered, they were taking the arrows and defending the Nabi of Allah. When the Kuffar realized they could not assassinate the Nabi of Allah, what did they say? Let's wait for this Prophet to die. Once he dies, that is the end of Islam. Allah gave two answers in Quran. If Muhammad dies, are you going to live forever? Verily Muhammad would leave this world وسلم, and every person will journey onwards. What did my Nabi say? There is pleasure living in this world when four people exist. When four people leave this world, there is no more pleasure living in this world. When the learned scholars and ulama around, Hassan Basri used to say, لو للعلماء لسار الناس مثل البهائم Had it not been because of the scholars and the ulama, the general masses would have become like animals. And my brothers, let me just digress for a minute. Let me seize this opportunity. You know, often I get, you know, calls, Walara, what is your opinion about that scholar? What is your opinion about that alim? I said, what do you mean? Well, somebody mentioned that, you know what, for me to read Salah behind him, my Salah is not accepted. My God is, it's not for me to judge, it's not for you to judge. I will go in my grave, you will go in your grave. Differences of opinion are inevitable. It happened from time immemorial. It will happen till the end of time. Listen to these words. The definition of the unification of this Ummah is not consensus on one view. Let me repeat that. The definition of the unification of this Ummah 
is not consensus on one view simply because if any person has the intention of unifying the ummah by bringing them onto consensus i'm afraid my brother by its very definition it's a flawed definition the sahaba were the most united either we as an ummah stand up together or either we fall down together the pitiful condition of the ummah we see what is currently happening in the icj and you find there are certain elements, certain individuals, you know, who are condemning, you know, the system. I mean, what a world we are living in. You know, one scholar, there was a scholar from America, I mentioned this many a times, Sheikh Siraj Wahaj, when he visited Durban a few years ago, I'm not too sure whether he visited this masjid. So nonetheless, you know, we are having meals and he shares, you know, uh, this example. He said one day there was this scholar, there was this alim, and reflect over this. He said this alim was trying to gather his thoughts and prepare his Jummah lecture, and the son was interjecting. You know, kids are kids. You give them the toy cell phone, they want the real one. So kids are kids. We all know what they are. Allahu Akbar. I spoke about it last week. Allah Ta'ala guide our youths. So nonetheless, the father thinks to himself, I need to gather my thoughts and my son is interjecting. So he opens up a magazine and he finds the map of the world. And he cuts it up into a puzzle. He tears the page off, cuts it up into a puzzle. Africa, Asia, China, Europe, whatever it is. And he tells his son, my boy, put the puzzle together. He thinks I will have half an hour to gather my thoughts. Five minutes later, the sun comes. He said, Dad, the puzzle is done. Like they say in English, apples don't fall too far from the tree. Father says, five minutes, you put the puzzle together. He said, Dad, don't look at the map of the world. Look behind the map. This was a simple puzzle to put together. I put the eyes in place. I put the nose in place. I put the, the arms in place. I put the feet in place. The father said, my boy, you taught me the greatest lesson of life. When man comes together, despite his differences, the world will come in order. When man comes together, the world will come in order. My brothers, forget your internal politics. I will go in my grave, you will go in your grave. Every person, don't judge anyone. Don't judge anyone. Wallahi, this is the job of Allah. Give people hope in the mercy of Allah. Give them hope in the mercy of Allah. This is what the Ummah is after. You know, we need to become ambassadors of this beautiful deen. For Allah's sake, my brothers, for Allah's sake, if we cannot become ambassadors, for Allah's sake, do not become obstacles to Islam. You know, Abdullah bin Mubarak had a non-Muslim neighbor. He puts the house on the market. He asked for exorbitant price. Somebody told him, how do you expect to fetch that price? He says that, no, no, one is the market value. But the man who would move into my home would have the privilege of being the neighbor of Abdullah bin Mubarak. When Abdullah bin Mubarak heard this, he was blown away. He comes to his neighbor and he said, how about me inviting you to Islam? What did he say? He said, the day you move next door, that's the day I saw your character, that's the day I became a Muslim. The day you move next door, that's the day I saw your character, that's the day I became a Muslim. The Palestinian cause, Wallahi, this is one cause, I honestly believe that will unite the Ummah, that will unite the Ummah, and we need to remind ourselves that Allah will grant this Ummah victory. Allah will grant this Ummah victory. Allah inna nasrallahi qareeb. Allah inna nasrallahi qareeb. Let them take the life of one. Let them take the life of ten. Let them take the life of twenty thousand. But amongst them is one friend of Allah. Study the tafsir. Wa minan nasi man yu'ajibuka qawluhu fil hayati dunya. 
amongst the people are those, O Nabi of Allah, who are very profound in the articulation, who are very impressive in the speech. Allahu Akbar. You know, in the Battle of Khandak, in the Battle of Khandak, in the midst of the battle, there was one man by the name of Amr. He stands up. Listen to this, my brothers. He says, May you barizuni, who is ready to take me on? Ali bin Abi Talib, the giant, stands up. And he said, O oh, Nabi of Allah, I will take this man on. Nabi Ali Salam said, Ali, Ijlis inna hu Amr. Oh, Ali sit down. This is Amr, whose strength is equal to 40 men. He stands up a second time. May you barizuni, who is ready to take me on. Ali bin Abi Talib said, O oh, Nabi of Allah, this man has provoked me, I will take him on. Nabi Ali Salam said, Ali, this is Amr, whose strength is equal to 40 men. He stands up a third time, but now he incites the Muslims. May you barizuni, ayna al-jannatukum allati taz'umuna, allahu man dakhala minkum dunaha dakhalaha. Where is the paradise you people speak about? If you're martyred, you go to Jannah. Wallahi, to take out the love of jihad from the hearts of Sahaba was like taking out the sweetness of honey. What did Talha bin Zubair say? Allah Talha ibn Zubair. He said, Zubair bin Awam, what did he say? My companion Talha bin Zubair, he named all his children after Anbiya. He said, I will name all my children after the names of Shuhada, so that tomorrow on Qiyamah's day, I can stand up before the Almighty Allah. That only Allah, the minimum resemblance there was between my newborn and that martyr, they shared the same name. Ali bin Abi Talib said, O oh, Nabi of Allah, let me take this man on. Nabi Ali Salam grants him permission. Lengthy narration. Ali bin Abi Talib, he mounts on his horse. فَنَزَّلَ مِنْ خَيْلِ كَأَنَّهُ شُعْلَةُ نَارِ While thousands die and cry in Palestine and we wonder where is the help of Allah coming. My brothers go on a Saturday night and see where are the youth of the Ummah. You will cry like a little baby. Ali bin Abi Talib فَنَزَّلَ مِنْ خَيْلِ كَأَنَّهُ شُعْلَةُ نَارِ He dismounts from his horse like flames of fire. This Amr looks at Ali bin Abi Talib. He said, what is your name? He said, my name is Ali. Are you the son of Abdul Manaf? He said, no, I'm the son of Abu Talib. He tells Ali, I don't want to finish you up. Ali looks at him. He said, but I'm thirsty for your blood. I'm thirsty for blood. And then couplets in the midst of the battle of Khandak. What did Ali bin Abi Talib tell him? لا تعجلن فقد أتاك مجيب صوتك غير فائز. Stop your arrogance. The one to respond to your bravery is here today. في نية وبصيرة. I stand up with hope and conviction on the Almighty Allah. إني لا أرجو أن أقيم عليك ناحية الجرائز من ضربة النجلاء يبقى ذكرها عند الحزائز. Ali looks at this man and he said, I will finish you off in such a way that this will serve as a remembrance in every battle that is fought till the day of Qiyamah. Allahu Akbar, Ali bin Abi Talib, then steps forward. This Amr, the scene is set. The Nabi of Allah is standing on one side. This Amr takes out his sword and he strikes Ali bin Abi Talib on his head. The dust rises. Nabi Ali Salam becomes emotional. Nabi Ali Salam puts his head on the ground and Ali bin Abi Talib recites the takbir. He said, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. And he takes out his sword and he strikes the enemy in one blow. Ali bin Abi Talib in the midst of the battle of Khandak. He gives a lecture in front of the Nabi of Allah. The galaxy of Sahaba were there. 
What did he say? Not for one moment, not for one moment should you entertain the thought, Allah will abandon his deen, nor desert his prophets. Let them take the life of one. Wallahi, how many Karbala's this Ummah has seen? My brothers, my time is up. There's so much more I wanted to share with you. My message to you is, we know what is the Palestinian crisis. As-sa'idu man wa'ida bighayri. An intelligent one is the one who heeds the happenings around him. What does the Arabic poet say? And this, I leave you with these words. Abi abdalih taral aqsa salami. He said, oh my father, you're going to Masjid al-Aqsa. Convey my salams to the soil of Masjid al-Aqsa. Convey my salams to the Palestinian Ummah. And say to the Palestinian Ummah, You may be dead. Those who fall in the liberation of Al-Aqsa, they may be dead in the eyes of the world. But Wallahi, they're alive in the eyes of Allah. My message to you is, if you have not visited Masjid Al-Aqsa, for Allah's sake, I beg you, my brothers, in my obligation to the deen that Allah has given me, make this niya, you have traveled to the most exotic destination on the globe. Take our children, let them see what is the plight of the Palestinian Ummah, lest I fear a time has not come where you will want to travel. One of the Imams of Masjid Al-Aqsa years ago, he mentioned to me, he said, take my message to the Muslims of South Africa and the Muslims of the world. I've echoed the sentiments on international platforms. Wallahi, my brothers, for Allah's sake, go and visit Masjid Al-Aqsa when my Nabi was about to leave this world. He echoed the sentiments of Nabi Sulaiman salam. One of the du'as that this great Nabi Sulaiman salam made was that that person will pray in this masjid. I am optimistic. Allah will pardon and forgive him like the day his mother had given birth to him. My Nabi said, Amin to the du'a of Nabi Sulaiman salam. Ibn Umar, uh, and there are many scholars and ulama who travel from Medina to Masjid Al-Aqsa. They dawn the ihram. And what did my Nabi say? Man ahalla bihajjin aw umrah min Masjid Al-Aqsa ila Masjid Al-Haram wajabat lahu al-jannah. That person who dawns the ihram, either for hajj or umrah from Masjid Al-Haram, Allah will grant you Jannah. Allah guarantees Jannah. My Nabi said, come, I will hold your hands, I will walk you into Jannah. My brothers, let us all make this niya on this blessed day of Jumu'ah. Let us go to Masjid Al-Aqsa. Allah Ta'ala is in the plight of the Palestinian Ummah. You know, those that are suffering, Allah Ta'ala make it easy for them. Those that are standing on the front line and defending the people of Gaza. Those that are defending the land of Sham. Allah Ta'ala protect them, Allah Ta'ala guide them, and Allah Ta'ala grant them the best of rewards. Allah Ta'ala, we all know what is happening. We need to make a lot of dua. Like I said, the focus is not on attorneys and advocates. Let us focus our attention on the Almighty Allah. Today is the blessed day of Jumu'ah between the two khutbahs, the time between Asr and Maghrib. Let us pay a thought and a moment you know, for the people of Palestine. Really, this is not a victory for South Africa. Wallahi, this is not a victory for South Africa. But we compliment the government for the stance that they have taken. This is a victory for the entire Muslim Ummah. This is a victory for Islam. And inshallah, this will be remembered you know, for decades and centuries to come, inshallah. Allah Ta'ala grant us the tawfiq, Allah grant us the understanding. And my apologies for exceeding. Inshallah, there will be a nikah that will be performed. Inshallah, if the nikah parties could kindly come forward. When I've seen our...
our groom walking in. So I said, Mashallah, you know, you look like the Imam of the Haram. So Inshallah, you should perform the Qubba and the Salah. The representative of the bride, Imam Vali, the representative is Muhtaram uh, Jamshed Vali. The first witness is Muhtaram Rabbi Harith Vali. And the second witness is Muhtaram Abdul Muhammad Hanif Sheikh. Brother Jamshed Vali has Imam Vali granted you permission to be her representative for Hanika to Brother Yusuf Kaji with the Mahar being one called Krugerant. I should grant you permission where you're present. You're present. You give him permission to perform the nikah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Nuhmatuhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ufiru wa nu'minu bihi wa natawakkalu alihi wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati amanina. من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصيهما فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم النكاح من سنتي وقال أيضا فمن رغب عن سنتي فليس مني أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ونسأل الله ونسأل الله ربنا أن يجعلنا ممن يطيعه ويطيع رسوله ويتبع رضوانه ويجتنب سخطه فإنما نحن به وله Brother Yusuf Kaji, with the permission of the representative of the bride and the two witnesses, and in the presence of those who have gathered in the masjid on this momentous day of Jumu'ah, I hereby hand over to you in nikah and marriage, Sister Iman Vali, with the mahar of one Kruger Rand. Brother Yusuf Kaji, do you accept Iman Vali in your nikah? Repeat after me, nakah tuha, wa qabil tuha, wa tazawwaj tuha. I have accepted Iman Vali. In my nikah. Barakallahu laka wa baraka alaykumah wa jama baynakumah fi khair. Shall brothers, we can read our sunnah. Shall we will sign the after the salah, inshallah. Barakallahu. Shall brothers, we will fill in the gaps to accommodate those that are, there are still these, a lot of brothers that are standing outside. Just one request to fill in the gaps.
السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح حي على الفلاح الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله الحمد لله الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين والجنة للمواهدين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين والصلاة والسلام الأكملان الأتمان على الركن الأعظم أفضل من تقدم ومن تأخر وعلى آله وأصحابه الغر الميامين وبعد فقد قال جل وعلا في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ولا تحسبن الله غافلا ولا تحسبن الله غافلا عما يعمل الظالمون إنما يؤخرهم ليوم تشخص فيه الأبصار وقال تعالى فلا تحسبن الله مخلف وعده رسلا إن الله عزيز زنتقام وقال النبي صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم من مات ولم يخز ولم يحدث به نفسه مات على شعبة من النفاق أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بالآيات والذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروا إنه هو الغفور الرحيم إن الحمد لله إن الحمد لله نحمته ونستعينه ونستغفر ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وأزواجه وذريتي قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحب أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمر الله وعمر وأصدقوا محيان عثمان وأقضاهم علي وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة والحسن والحسين سيدة شباب أهل الجنة وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسول رضوان الله تعالى عليهم من كل الصحابة يجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحب أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم وخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم ربنا أتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم أيد الإسلام والمسلمين في مشارق الأرض ومغاربها اللهم أيد المجاهدين في غزة 
اللهم أيدهم بتأييدك يا رب العالمين اللهم إنا نجعلك في نحورهم ونعوذ بك من شرورهم حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل نعم المولى ونعم النصير اللهم انصر من نصر دينا سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم واجعلنا منهم واخذل من خذل دين سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ولا تجعلنا معهم عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعبد والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون أقم الصلاة Straighten the sufuf, make sure heels are in line with standing shoulder to shoulder. It's funny in the gaps. Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. Ashhadu anna Muhammadun Rasulullah, ashhadu anna Muhammadun Rasulullah. Hayya ala al-salah, hayya ala al-salah, hayya ala al-falah, hayya ala al-falah. فدقامت الصلاة دقامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله استو اعتدلوا الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين ولا تحسبن الله غافلا عما يعمل الظالمون إنما يؤخرهم ليوم تشخص فيه الأبصار مهطعين مقنعي رؤوسهم لا يرتد إليهم طرفهم وأفئدتهم هواء وأنذر الناس يوم يأتيهم العذاب فيقول الذين ظلموا ربنا أخرنا ربنا أخرنا إلى أجل قريب نجب دعوتك ونتبع الرسل أولم تكونوا أقسمتم من قبل ما لكم من زوال الله أكبر ثم الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم 
صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين وسكنتم في مساكن الذين ظلموا أنفسهم وتبين لكم كيف فعلنا بهم وضربنا وضربنا لكم الأمثال وقد مكروا مكرهم وعند الله مكرهم وقد مكروا مكرهم وعند الله مكرهم وإن كان مكرهم لتزول منه الجبال فلا تحسبن الله مخلف وعده رسلا إن الله عزيز ذو انتقام الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله استغفر الله استغفر الله استغفر الله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الذي هدانا لهذا وما كنا لنحتدي لولا أن حدانا الله اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكوننا من الخاسرين اللهم أعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم لا مانع لما أعطيت ولا نعطي لما منعت ولا ينفع ذا الجد منك الجد اللهم إنا نسألك علما نافعا ورزقا حلالا طيبا واسعا وشفاء من كل داء وعملا متقبلا وتوبة نسوحا وتوبة قبل الموت وراحة عند الموت والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار اللهم اكفنا بحلالك وحرامك وأغننا بفضلك عمن سواك اللهم أيد الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أيد المجاهدين في غزة وفي بلاد الشام يا رب العالمين اللهم شتت شملهم ونزق جمعهم ودمر ديارهم وخالف بين كلمته وزلزل أقدامهم وانزل بهم بأسك الذي لا ترد عن القوم المجرمين اللهم ربنا اتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم حرر المسجد الأقصى من اليهود الغاصبين يا رب العالمين اللهم إنا نسألك من كل خير ما سألك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من كل شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وارنا مناسكنا وتبعنا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم واغفر لنا وارحمنا إنك أنت رؤوف الرحيم رب اغفر وارحم وأنت خير الراحمين 